Hello, I'm Andrew McKay of Remax in Wasaga Beach, and this is Wasaga Beach Talking. Social news with market updates, neighbourhood information, real estate tips, and more. What is the number one question a buyer or buyers need to answer before they start looking for a home? The answer may seem simple, maybe too simple, but it's how much can they or he or she afford? Obvious, really. And like many things in life, unfortunately, it comes down to hard cash. And that's the reality of the situation. There's two areas to consider when you're looking at your finances. It's not only the purchase price. And with the purchase price, don't forget the associated costs, the land transfer tax, legal fees, moving costs. Maybe furniture and appliances need to be bought. You may have to pay rent for a last month before you get before you get into your house there may be an overlap etc land transfer tax is fairly simple there's calculators online no problem at all but if you've got any questions about land transfer tax because it is a big chunk of the initial payment please do contact me first time buyers get a break on it and it's a sliding scale so it's not a percentage of the purchase price it's a percentage of the first 200 or 250,000 of the purchase price. Then the next, there's another bracket, a certain percentage and onwards. So have a look online, property tax. Make sure you just do Ontario and not Toronto if you're local because Ontario, Ontario, Toronto charge you twice. The second area with your finances you do have to think about is the ongoing monthly out, the ongoing monthly costs. A more expensive home generally means a bigger mortgage payment and bigger monthly payments. So, you know, and higher property taxes. So a more expensive home, bigger mortgage, bigger monthly payments, higher property taxes. A more expensive home often equates to a bigger home as well. So your overhead, the utility costs, the monthly charges will be more. So think about that really critical before you go out to know these figures the purchase figures that you can afford your budget and that you can afford the ongoing amounts uh, I think we all know the uh, term house rich and although it's nice to have the equity you want to enjoy your life as well so do some work before you go out it's, I can't overemphasize how important it is to know that don't get carried away with the emotional side of buying a home it's, it's it's not the sexy stuff, as they say, but we ha- you have to know it. There's nothing worse than spending your time searching for that dream home, initially online and then in person. You find the home, you fall in love with it, negotiate an accepted offer, and then you're not able to remove the finance condition as there's no, there's no mortgage approval. Get pre-approved. You'll still want to have the finance condition just to get the rubber stamp that the mortgage is approved. But you don't, it's stressful enough. Buying a house is stressful and emotional experience. You can say you buy with emotion and then justify with logic. But, you know, you spend, a, it's a, I always like to say, and it, it sounds a bit negative, but finding the right home is a process of elimination. The more homes you see that aren't quite right, the, the one you do find the one, you'll know. I don't know, am I allowed to say it's like kissing a lot of frogs before you find your prince or princess? So you can do so much research online. You can look at photos, video tours, 3D tours, which are great. The options open to bars now are so much much better than even 10 years ago. 
but there's no substitute for being in the home and the feel. It is emotional. It's the feel. It's your home. It's an emotional thing. So you don't want to do all that, find it, think you've got it, and then not get the mortgage. And in all honesty, there's no reason to get to that stage if you do the hard work to start with, the unglamorous work, finding how much you can afford. If you plan to buy in six to 12 months, start, start talking to a mortgage broker now. Get the paperwork ready. If you're looking now, then if you haven't spoken to a lender, do so before you go any further. As I'm recording this, it's uh, the end of July 2020, and here in Wasaga Beach, we've got a extremely hot market. Multiple offers are very common. Anything below 450 or even 500, you can guarantee multiple offers at the moment, I think. Even below 600, it's happening, and the house is up to 650. Yes, there's a lack of inventory, there really is. You need to know your price when there's a good chance you're going into a multiple offer situation. You need to know your price anyway, but even more so when you've got a market like we have at the moment. What seems to, 2020 was shaping up to be a busy year anyway, January, February, most of March. Then as we know, the pandemic, the lockdown occurred and end of March, April, May were quieter. There was a pent-up demand, though. It felt as though there was a pent-up demand from people who had started looking in January, February, March. June, the market got very busy. July, it's just booming. Um, I think we're going to have a record month. I'll do the figures next week, but it's going to be more homes sold in a month than ever before in Wasaga Beach. And a lot of areas are exactly the same. So there was that pent-up demand, but what we're also finding, this has been driven by out-of-town buyers, no doubt about it. A lot of people may be approaching retirement in three to five years who had plans to retire to Wasaga Beach or the local area. They bought those plans forward. There's a drive to get out of urban, urban areas, not only the GTA, but also places like Barry. People now realize they can work from home. It's becoming accepted. They're bringing, one, they're either thinking of retiring early, or two, they're working from home in Wasaga Beach three to four days a week, and then it's only commuting one or two days. So there really is that drive, and that's why we've got such a busy market. So to get back to the initial point, before I go off on a tangent about how busy it is, you need to know your price. You need to know your figure. Hey, it's Andrew. I think we all know we are living in the review economy and consumers are clearly making decisions based on reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple or Spotify podcasts and write a review? One star? Five stars? Make up your own number of stars, but please go to Apple or Spotify and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you in advance. Now let's get back to the show. In a multiple offer situation, you don't you know how many other offers there are. You don't know what the others what the other offer prices are. It, it's difficult. It's but there is a tactic to make sure you you've got one chance. You have to give your best offer, and price wise, there is a tactic that I will ask buyers, but you can ask yourself as well to make sure you're not going to regret if you went any higher. I use round figures here. If a house was on for 480,000, 
presuming you're pre-approved to 520, 530, 540, and I'm not suggesting you spend all that, you know you've got room for manoeuvre and you decide your best price is 500,000. What I will do when I'm talking to you before the offer or what you can do yourself is, say your offer's not accepted and it goes to somebody who offered 504,000. Would you then come back and say, ah, I would have gone to 505. If that's the case, then 500 isn't your best figure, 505 is. Then you step up the ladder again. Say you're thinking, well, 505 is the figure. Now I will ask the question, or you can ask yourself, if you find out the house sold for 508, for example, would you have gone to 509, 510? If you say, if you think there, and you think, yes, I would have, then that becomes your best figure. Again, not trying to get you to spend money, but there's nothing worse than losing out on a multiple offer situation and regretting and thinking or saying, and lots of buyers have said it, oh, we would have gone an extra 5,000. So there's a bit of searching, heart searching, soul searching, if that's the right phrase. But one, going back to the initial question, you need to know your figures. You need to know how much you can afford, both purchase-wise and month, ongoing monthly costs. Two, in a market such as now, when it could be a multiple offer situation, you've got don't go for a round figure 500 think carefully about where you want to be and what your your offer will be so you don't regret too much not going higher finally and to get back to answering in that number one question the value of a good relationship with a decent lender or mortgage broker cannot be overstated they're like gold dust um, you then can start searching happy that the money's in your back pocket so to speak if you don't know a good lender or don't know a mortgage broker, I've got some recommendations to get that number one question answered. So please do contact me. Cheers. I'm Andrew McKay. Thank you for listening. You can contact me at 705-441-3179 or andrewmckay at remax.net. And don't forget, McKay spelt M-C-K-A-Y.